0: Right, Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks Hey
1: there, Chris. It's great to speak to you again. It's a new year. It doesn't really feel that long ago since we spoke last on this podcast, but here we are. <laughs> We're back again with a brand new season, so... Uh, It's Matt James's Bachelor season.
0: And what did you make of old Matt James there? Dave, there's a point in your life where you look at yourself in the mirror and you think, you know what? I've had points where I've looked pretty good. I've never looked like Matt James, Dave. What a fucking specimen this guy is. Absolute <laughs> athlete. Was it, I don't think he was any sport that he's not been fucking competent or great at. I mean, yeah, he, he absolutely ticks all the boxes for just being an absolute, not, not alpha male, just an absolute. Uh, I respect anybody who looks after the body like that, Dave. I'm sure you do. And he just looks the business. And, and what a great way as well. He seemed like a really nice lad. The first mm-hmm. black contestant. Um Got the backstory about his family and that. Yeah, I'd buy into him, Dave. I, uh, it's the first week, I'll probably be in a few weeks going, what a wanker. But I, 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 at the moment, and he seems very genuine, very grounded. So I think, he, I don't know, I'll, 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 I'll leave me powder dry as we go for the episode. But yeah, so far, so good for me. I think he
1: was quite a good guy. You know what? I've just remembered something as well. I think it was last week I saw this, right? So so one of the accounts I follow on Twitter, it's uh, I, I a comic book writer called Louise Simonson. Uh her husband is Walt Simonson and, and did a, a iconic run on Thor, which is basically shapes the character that you see in the movies now. And, you know, they, they seem like really nice people and they, they've been doing like the whole Comic Con circuit for years and years. And she put out this this thread the other day and she was saying, you know, of all these kind of shows that they go to you know, what do you think are the worst type of people? You know, so they meet f- sports stars, they meet movie stars, TV stars, wrestling, you know, um, uh, or wrestlers, rather. You know, all these different people. You you know, Chris, you went, you went to the, it was the MGN one, wasn't it, last year. So you get yeah. all sorts there, you know, ex-footballers and everything. And she said the worst type of people a reality TV people <laughs> <laughs> like just in terms of how fake they are and how they treat other people and all the staff that are there to like, you know, help the whole event go smoothly and stuff. They treat them like shit. And, uh, I, I'll have to dig it out and send it to you because she was saying, she, she's saying, I'm not going to mention the names, but these three people from this reality show, we're all going on about this party, but then they they were all talking to other people about how they hate the other two. These three reality people. So each one of them was like, oh... You know, they're talking about going to this party, but I'm not going to it. I hate those two. <laughs> All three of them were saying the exact same thing about each other. So everyone else is obviously, you know, sharing this information. And sure enough, you know, they none of them turn up. But I, I just thought it was really interesting that um, someone's opinion that I respect there it, it just called out these fake douchebags. But, um, but anyway, Chris, hooray for another season! <laughs> <laughs> Or fake douchebags. So, but but what I would say is, you know, there, there's been a bit of rum, bit of a rumbling. The fact that Matt James, you know, he hasn't uh, he hasn't cut his teeth on another season. You know, he hasn't appeared like uh, like Ben on The Bachelorette. You know, we were saying he's auditioning just to be the bachelor. It does seem you have these serial bachelor contestants you know they'll appear on one season and then they'll appear on another and and so uh, when I was reading this whole thing from Louise Simonson I was just thinking about these people who end up on one season of bachelor go on to the next to the next to the next and enjoy this little slice of fame that they've got Matt James seems authentic to me the fact that he, mm-hmm. he he hasn't come, you know, from another say a bachelorette season, you know, he's this is his first season, doesn't really know what to expect. Um, you could see that, you know, he he loves his mum, and uh, you know, had interesting conversation. She was asking him about has he, has he opened himself up? Has he let himself be vulnerable? You know, some of these are stock phrases though, but I'm going to take it at face value yeah. for right now. Um, and yeah, he just seems quite—he seems down to earth. Even though, like you say, he's a bloody physical specimen. He's going to be one of those. Doesn't matter what sport he tries. Probably kick the arse of me and you at football as well. Yeah, <laughs> you know, even though or soccer, as they might say in the US, uh, even though he's probably never played it. So yeah. Quite impressed with him so far, but I tell you what, Chris, he was shitting himself before the the limos started to turn up, wasn't he? And I'm not sure how much I bought. It, it seemed a little bit staged to me to say, "Oh, can we can we just go and have a have a chat." You know, should we yeah, go but- should we go inside where all the cameras are and all the lightings are all set out and everything. Okay, we'll we'll do that just before the limo turns up.
0: And, and Matt's never been there before, but he knew exactly what doors and what rooms <laughs> to go in. I spotted that straight away. You went to Chris Harrison. Sit down, Chris. You know Chris Harrison's there, and honestly, Chris Harrison's fucking. Uh, genuine response in these conversations is fucking fake as anything in it. <laughs> Come on, speak, speak. Yeah. Go on, Matt. What are you saying? Yeah. Spell I'm like, fuck off, Chris. You were not interested in this at all. Oh, Chris is thinking is this wanker's ruined fucking the show. You know, he's having a I think that was all set I agree. I did think it was so funny the way he walked in and he was shitting it. And I do think you know, the conversation was an interesting conversation because he talked about being biracial, you know, uh, his dad's black, his mum's white, and talked about like some of the stigma and, and uh, prejudice he's had to go in his own life, Dave. And he yeah. said, didn't he? I know people want me to, to live a certain life and talks about his parents. And, and I, I thought that, you know what? Whatever we think and whatever I say after this, he might be an absolute tool. But at the moment, when he said that, I thought, you know what? Respect for that. I, and I think it did need addressing. Um, from his side, because he looked really uh, uneasy, like you say, nervous. He, he felt he had to say something, which is obviously something that uh, maybe possibly ruined his parents' relationship. But we've got to see, Dave, there's a mix of all sorts of people on this show. And, and Matt there has got a pick of 32 girls who, let's be honest, I only know about three of them, Dave, and I certainly okay. wasn't fucking writing them all down. But, but yeah, I do think, I, I just hope with Matt, A bit like what happened with Tasia, Dave. I hope that Matt, because he's never been on TV, or so that's what we're being told, doesn't fall for all the bullshit stage stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's going to have to do some of it. And obviously, by the looks of it, he's copping off with every girl under the sun. A bit like happened with Tasia and Claire. And obviously, we got corrected on that because that's what The Bachelor's about. But I've just got a feeling he might be easy to manipulate, Dave, because he hasn't got that TV or reality TV experience. Yeah, And and it's this is a fucking
1: game, isn't it? This bachelor. So you know, if he's not like say, you know, he's good at all the sports, but I'm not sure. You know what? I I think a lead is gonna probably be better at navigating the game if they have watched lots of other seasons or and participated, and then they know how it's it's gonna go and what have you. So. uh, let's see. I mean, in the, you know, let's see what's happening next week or, or whatever window into the future. Because they kind of fast forward to the right to the end where he's got the ring and everything, don't they? But, you know, he's, there's obviously a few tears there as well. He's obviously uh, quite upset at one point. And so yeah. l- l- let's see what kind of drama spills that, you know, uh, spills that over. But what what found interesting again so I did write all these buggers down but I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about them um, I'll just highlight one so Anna um, was the I think she was a nurse right and she she was getting hounded by uh victoria the queen victoria
0: fucking hell yeah
1: anna was the one with the the kind of blonde hair very pretty um but she was getting hounded you know to go and speak to him and you know i i think i would be the same as anna to be honest it's like look if i want to get up and interrupt someone and speak to him i'll fucking do it you know stop telling me what to do um but I thought it was a good example to to say, well, look, if there are 32 girls there, if you don't go, (laughs) you know, and and sort of get your slice of time, you're going home. And so I thought, you know, it it was a few girls that didn't actually speak to him tonight.
0: Yeah. And and, but don't forget, Dave, we've also had this manipulation on the last series as well with Taysh and that, didn't we? And Claire, especially, where a couple of the guys, was shit-stirring some of the others and getting riled up where they were just fucking going off and bursting in, wanting into rooms and stuff. You know, we all remember yeah. when Dale forgot where the toilet was and I think, uh, was it easy had gone to see her or some, someone else had gone in because he was sick of her just pissing about? We'd had Blake had confronted them. So, I, I this is all part of the game. It is a game, you're right. And, and also... It can piss Matt off. He doesn't know what the hell's going on, does he? I mean, come on, Dave. <laughs> we meet one of the first girls he meets, gives him a fucking dildo, so he's just <laughs> like, "I'm like, well, you know, fair enough." And, and they blanked it out, which is fucking stupid. I understand. Only the I, top bit, though. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where it disappeared, though, Dave. We didn't see you on that table. Anyway, so someone's going to be happy about the filming. But, um... The fact that she,
1: so, uh, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to. What was her name? Uh, it was Katie, 29. She's a bank marketing manager, um, and she said, "You know, you know what, Chris? She, she said, uh, this pandemic's been really hard for me, and." In that moment, I just thought, because I've heard this kind of statement, and it's like, it's been hard for everyone. What, what what, is specifically hard for you? This is fucking hard for everyone on the planet right now. So, but then I did a one eighty because she she was slightly annoying me with that statement. But then she fucking whips out the vibrator, and I'm like. (laughs) All right, <laughs> fucking Matt says he thought it was a lightsaber. So I don't. Know. <laughs> I think it was Samuel L. Jackson that had the purple one, wasn't it? But um, yeah, yeah, I, I don't, no, I don't think it was quite the length of a, <laughs> of a lightsaber. Lightsaber, but, no. But, no. It wasn't just a, I mean, it was a bit of a gag. It got people sort of a bit shocked, a bit laughing, certainly memorable. You're not going to fucking forget that, are you? Um, But it's just the fact that she fucking carried it with her all all around the place, you know, that whole evening. Can't
0: give a credit, Dave. (laughs) I wasn't expecting it. I genuinely wasn't. And (laughs) You know, And I think some of the other girls who came in, they had the typical... I quite like what she did, not because it was like a vibrator and all that stuff, but I like, like you said, the way we didn't get the fucking violin bullshit. You know, like, oh, my God, my cat got stuck up a tree and I had to ring the fire engine. It was the most traumatic experience of my life. And we get the fucking music and all this bullshit. It was nothing like that. It was her just coming in and taking the piss because we'd already had a couple of sob stories from people, haven't we, and a couple of the uh, Bachelor DNA 101 sort of entrances, whether it's male or female, the same thing. I've come here because, you know, you're my guy and, and or you're my girl and um, so I just want you to be happy. Because I mean, we're going to hear that after about one episode, aren't we? You're going to hear loads of the girls going, I just want him to be happy. You know, and it's like, fuck <laughs> off. You, call, you called him out on the last series. You were so right for that. It's so false. And I like that. And then going from her, I, you know, I'll be honest with you, Dave. Look, we're two blokes doing a podcast about a reality TV show. We've got 32 women coming in here. And I am waiting. And I am loving the Bitch Fest, Dave. I'm a big Kardashians fan. I don't care what anyone thinks. I love that show. It gets so bitchy. It's so false and fake at times. But when they start kicking off and having a scrap, it's great. <laughs> <You know>? So <laughs> go on, go on, go on, go on. No, go I was, was going to say... Uh, well, I was
1: just going to ask a question, actually, because I know I think I've seen a world-class resting bitch face tonight. <laughs> but uh, did you spot one at all yourself?
0: I spotted one when the young lady came in with the negligee and bra and knickers on, Dave. There was someone at the window, the girl with the brown hair. Is that who you mean? And she absolutely looked like she'd swallowed a fucking
1: <laughs> sour, sour egg or something. Yeah. They, I, they, they weren't happy at all, but it, no, it, it was Kit. So 21, she's a fashion entrepreneur, 21. Yeah, yeah, all right. You, you, you fucking... <laughs> You're on
0: Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> you post a couple of pictures of you in a fucking H&M T-shirt. So you... oh, the God. fucking
1: definition of privilege. Um, <laughs> you know, you've got rich parents, so you don't actually have to get a job. Um, but you know, she went from straight from being all smiley with Matt, and there was a few times after you saw when when other people are talking and, and in particular when when victoria was talking like you know she's got that proper like i want to stick a knife in you sort of face and so <laughs> i think she's going to be good entertainment you know just in terms of like she she doesn't have a poker face at all it's like you know i've Fucking hate you!
0: Yeah, it's brilliant. It's so good. And you know, and I know, these people like in your life and work. No, there's a few I know have not got poker faces, Dave. You can literally tell when you've pissed them off. You know what I mean? You're like, one of them's me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know with some when I piss her off, Dave, and I'm straight away I'm like, oh fuck. We're gonna have an argument now. She's gonna say strip something, but but no, genuinely. When I watched it, it was that. And when that girl came in and she had the negligee on and she walked out. I mean, what a body, she, you know? She she was stunning. But also, I think what some of the girls were pissed off not because she was doing that, because they were like, I wanted to do something like extravagant to really stand out and I think that's what they're more pissed off at it's more that they haven't got the bottle to do what she did I don't necessarily think they're jealous of her or the way she looks because they're all stunning girls uh, I think it's just more like some of them were like oh god I, I was going to do something and I didn't think it was right and she's just gone obviously we've had the dildo girl and then we've had some <laughs> come in a negligee so I'm like ah, mate well this is going to be miles better than the bachelorette because it's just fucking started off with fire like, so, by everyone
1: so again it's Katie is, is the dildo that's girl it. But <laughs> but I think that it's going to be interesting if that sticks because she she inter- interrupted um, someone uh, whose name escapes me. Uh, oh, I think it was Mary from puerto rico she interrupted her and so but then mary just went out to the other girls it was just like i got interrupted by dildo girl so um it'd be interesting if that one sort of just sticks or, or you know it's kind of forgotten because they're all trying to use their own little ways of of making an
0: impression i mean any others particularly stand out for you dave if you're going to go on a reality show and you're going to come in and you're going to try and win a complete reality TV novice, a guy called Matt who's got an absolutely grounded uh, lifestyle by the looks of it. He's got his mum, who who is obviously there. We meet her. She, she's talking about what a good guy he's got. He's got a brother. He's a, he's a big athlete and stuff. You don't come in and start saying uh, the queen is here, bitch. She's oh, here, really. Oh, word. As soon as I saw that, I just kept thinking – You're like the type of person, as much as I like Vegas, that you see on the strip or in the casinos fucking wasted, Dave. You know, just absolutely. And I'm not generalising American women, so forgive me, ladies, because I know we have a lot of American listeners. But just in in the UK as well, Dave, that sort of shit, Matt is not going to turn around and go, She's the one for me, definitely. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Why would you come in and... I loved it, because I was like, oh, this is... You can see the face he's going. out. will yeah. like, who the fuck are you? But for us as watch, as as fans of the show and, and podcasting, it's perfect fodder. But Matt is not going to pick her. He might as well get <laughs> rid of her now.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, she got the last rose, didn't she? And and I thought, you know, when, when it came down to it and she hadn't got a rose, it was the last one there, I thought, there is no way he's going to send her home, Just because, you know, I, I think, you know, you look at his personality, he seems fairly grounded. She is just too much. She actually reminds me a bit. What was the girl who was in Casa Amor, Chris, who turned Johnny's head? Mercedes. Oh, Mercedes. It was, Mercedes, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, Mercedes. It reminds yeah, me yeah. a bit of, bit of her, you know, a slightly yes. bigger girl, you know, but... Loud as anything, wants to be the centre of attention, but really over the top. She reminds me quite a lot of her. And uh, you say about Americans? I, I remember uh, probably probably was the year before. Yeah, it would have been a couple of years. Fucking hell, 2020 was a car crash, wasn't it? Didn't do anything then. <laughs> um, yeah. So it would have been the year before. Went to Barcelona to see a, you know, got a mate over there, and um, so I, I fly out of Luton Airport now. You know, if, if you're from the US, you don't know Luton. It's it's kind of north of London, but people sound really cockney from there. And so, you know, it, it's a bit of a destination for like bachelor parties and hen parties and stuff. And... I'm traveling on my own because I'm going to see my mate there, and I've got this fucking hen party and a bachelor party right behind me, and all fucking probably been drinking since six o'clock in the morning, and they're all like, "Oh, <laughs> you're <laughs> It's just like, oh, I just want a fucking quiet flight, you know? Just so all just way over the top, and and again, she would be perfectly at home. In fact, when the when the first limo rocked up. And you can hear all the girls screaming in the villa, in the villa, in the limo. I was thinking, oh god, it does seem a bit like a hen party or something, <laughs> you know. And I was thinking, if Matt's nervous now, you know, as soon as they start rocking up and screaming, he's, he's going to get worse.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's fucking ace. It's ace, and you're right, Dave. I, I think, I think as well, like watching this and what's on my radar now Dave because we got called out on this didn't we regarding Tayshia and stuff about how basically they've got to wear the stripes Matt James has come in and just took, took the show over basically because he's never been there he's got no baggage of being a contestant on something else this Victoria who's coming and she was telling him to call her Queen and all this bullshit and I'm like you're a fucking idiot Is is, is this her play to try and get her own series like because she looks like she's going to be as crazy as Claire you know, is this, like, she's not interested in Matt. This is just her getting into the Bachelor Nation so she could be on other shows. Uh, I,
1: probably. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, so, so you know, what reasons are people here for? Like, like I said, in the last season, they're all fucking after, you know, getting a bigger social media following. So I think she is. She's just there to be larger than life, you know, and there's no way she's a match for Matt but then she might get a, um, a job on Bachelor in Paradise and, uh, again, avoid working for another year. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was just looking through. So it was Kaylee who came out with her underwear and the two dresses. Now, her Chris, her job, it said hostess. So she's from Chicago, Illinois. Right. What does
0: that mean? <laughs> in, you know when someone says it in the UK? It's a bit of a
1: sexy thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it means that, they, <laughs> that they're a dancer in a nightclub. I'm not saying that's the same in, in the US, because I don't know, but it's either that or she's the hostess of a club as they walk in, you know, like um, the PR, Dave, someone like that. Usually, it just means that they stand around in their underwear in the UK. Yeah. Just, that, that's basically and And... Considering the way she came in, we're probably not far wrong. But that's what it means in the UK. What it means in the US, I don't know. You'll have to correct me, guys. But, yeah, I have give a credit, Dave. You know what I mean? To, to do that, it took us some balls to do that and just come in like that.
1: Speaking of which, right, so you've got Elena. She's 25. She's a health food developer. And she she's straight in there. And she asks, can I put my balls in your mouth? <laughs> I thought it was a bit of a, there's something about Miriam's situation going on here. But, you know, again, you know, it probably creates a bit of a shock. He's not going to forget that, is he?
0: No, not at all. And again, Dave, they're all vying for that little bit of something that's going to, I think for the next day, they're thinking this is going to be all over, like the, the reality TV news, you know, this person, the vibrator girl, Kirsten, she, she is the one that that is just, um, Katie, sorry, Katie. She's the one who it, it was talked about more than anything. Do you, yeah, absolutely. But do you not feel like she's, she's very, very
1: pretty, but she's kind of normal pretty? I kind of like that. Some of them in there are like purely they, – they look like they're probably Instagram models. Yeah. Whereas at least yeah. Katie just kind of looks regular. I don't know. I, I kind of like the, the fact she's been a bit silly. I didn't want. I did wonder how the rest of her colleagues had had feel about that. (laughs) But you know, she's probably not shy, is she? I mean, one of the other tricks that I thought was quite a clever thing. So Alana, twenty six, she's a photographer. She did a whole lady and the tramp thing with the spaghetti.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Remember her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So again, I thought "Uh, I like that. You know, pretty smart. Get get a. Quick little smooch in there. I thought that was a, a nifty trick, just a bit playful. And yeah, I thought that was that was a good little tactic there.
0: I, th- I think as well, like, you, you know, let's be honest, Dave. And I know we talked about this before we recorded. It's pretty fucking boring for nearly an hour, wasn't it? It was on for, a, a, well, two hours it was on for, realistically. Nothing happened. Did they? it was really slow, I mean, you know? We, I like this backstory of uh, Matt and stuff, great, great, and all that. And when the girls got together, I wanted some sort of punch up or something. I'll be <laughs> honest with you, Dave. I wanted some sort of kickoff. We got a little bit, and it looks like going off the previews for the series, because I presume we're running at about 13, 14 episodes, it's gonna kick off. And there's plenty of tears, plenty of bitching, plenty of fighting, uh, between them. You know, not necessarily physically, but just giving it some needle. And I, I hope that. It does happen every episode because we'll have plenty to talk about. But I don't know with Matt, because he was so nervous and not used to that surroundings. I didn't think I'd chemistry with anyone, Dave, if I'm being honest. I I don't know whether that's just a nerves thing, but I didn't see anything that really Mm. stood out. And I was like, you know, like, obviously, unfortunately, we're going to have to mention a name again, but the yardstick for this is Dale and Claire. Because, you know, uh, and obviously mentioning Dale, but because... The chemistry was there from the off. The Tasha stuff, I didn't see. Yeah, well, that's because they were
1: talking before. Uh, or, or, you know, at least stalk, stalking their uh, Instagrams, you know. So, I, I think, actually, you know, more likely it's the former, isn't it? Or the yeah. latter? No, it's the latter, isn't it? The, the latter, opposite yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as soon as he walked out, that was just the flesh and blood version that she'd been fucking getting wet over for the previous few months.
0: <laughs> fucking <hell. laughs> That was Dave, by the way, everybody <laughs> <out there. laughs> So, so She did me with the shock fucking laugh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like to throw them in there, though, every now and then, and just <laughs> throw you off your game. Um, I, I don't think he had massive chemistry with everyone. Certainly nothing like Clarendale, right? But... I mean, Abigail, that so client finance manager, yeah. she got the first impression rose. They had a bit of a smooch, didn't they? Um, I thought it was quite funny because, you know, again, fucking Bertie Big Bollocks, Victoria there, she's going out about, oh, you know, I think I've got a good chance of getting the first impression rose. And she, she seems to want to interrupt him at every conversation, you know, and they're all sort of sat around in that main kind of foyer bit. And then he just comes and grabs the rose and walks off. <laughs> <laughs> See Girls, hope you're having a good night. Uh, just let me take this. Uh, this is for none of you. <laughs> I that was quite funny. See
0: you could have won. You, you know what I like as well, David? I said this previously when we've done some of the US reality shows. Is other than the one girl who, who is you know, obviously some sort of model on Instagram, In the UK, and this is for any of our listeners who are not in the UK, most of the UK reality TV shows, no matter what it is, they are just Instagram fake models, men and women, aren't they, Dave? They literally sell anything. Fucking hemorrhoids cream. They're there with their (laughs) arse out on fucking Instagram. Anything not to get a real job, at least when we watch it in the US, most of the people have got really good jobs to go to college. Fucking UK, Dave, there's not a lot of people go to union. I know you went to, I didn't go to, I went to college and that, but there's not a lot of people who, who take, further education these days. are they? It? It's not a majority. And in the US, the force to, not force, but they have to do it to get up in the ladder and that. And I know in the UK you have to do it. And, you know, obviously I understand with jobs and that, but it always seems like they're more grounded when they come. I'm not necessarily saying the better people, but I just like the fact that they've got proper jobs. In the UK, it's like, yeah, uh, I'm a sign guy who stands outside Pizza Hut. All right, okay, no problem. Uh, I'm a Instagram model who just, you know, Promotes deodorant or whatever—some fucking <laughs> stupid thing—that is just fed I on mean, Like we, we always laugh about, it, don't we? Saying part-time model, no, mate, you're not a part-time model. <laughs> you, <laughs> you do something
1: else, and then you you've done a, a few catalog shoots.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, and I've mentioned it loads of times. My illustrious modelling career lasted about six months, Dave, and it was shit. And I could turn around and say. I was a part-time model. I don't look like a model, Dave. I look like a model of someone who shouldn't be showing the face, but that doesn't matter. I was a hand model for an electrical company, and I was on TV. Did you see me? Did you fuck, Dave? But that's exactly what these people do, and, and they just run with it, don't they, for the CV. It's like inflating your CV, saying you're this absolute doctor of something, and it's like you've never done anything, have you? It's like, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> and that's what I, I do respect I don't know about you, but I like that with the US one.
1: I've just remembered. I, I I appeared on the front of uh, the student union magazine, Chris. You know, what year, out, outside that was about ninety six, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, was, you know, it was black and white. I think.
0: <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story. You know, I've always got a story in me, Dave. But what are my stories? So. About 96, I was working at Manchester Airport. I'd left school, uh, gone to get my electrical apprenticeship, didn't get it. ended up working in the offices while trying to get me electrical engineering stuff. And um, they turned around and said, me being me, Dave, Mr. Gobshite and, you know, totally outspoken. uh, Would you be interested in doing an article for the uh, Manchester Airport newspaper for the staff and that? And would you be interested in being like on um some advertisements for us for for the company and that's what said yeah no problem so was like obviously you know me now though I have a a bit of a super quiff and all that but I had my hair flat at the time and I had an earring in ring mean and I did all these pictures and the I was working from engineering I'd gone into I had to do like a stint in payroll because they put in different areas to learn different parts of the company and um there's a picture of me with two pay slips right next to my head, like this, right, Dave? So one day, um, I used to cycle to Manchester Airport. It was about an 18 mile round trip every single day. I did that for four years. And uh, I'm cycling near Manchester Airport, near Terminal One, Dave. And who do you think's on a 20 foot billboard, Dave? Me. It was, it was there for a long time. And everyone used to, obviously, didn't have mobile phones yet. And I'm like, I look like a right cock. There's no way I should be up there. And I had an earring in. I look like a fucking, <laughs> not shaved. I looked like a right tramp. I was only about 17, 18. But it was my claim to fame, Dave. And, and luckily, I didn't ask for copies of it because it, I just looked ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Is this back in the day when you look like the uh, the Dirty Dancing actor? 20, um, yeah. Uh, Grey. Jennifer Gray? All
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, tell everyone the story, babe. <laughs> so, I this is true, this right? This is God's honest truth. From, from being the age of about 10, I've had a few people quite regularly come up to me. Obviously, it depends how fit or how slim I am. They've said to me you've got to look at Patrick Swayze, right? Now, Sam thinks it's hilarious. He's like, fuck off. I've not married fucking uh, Johnny from... I wish. Yeah, I <laughs> wish. certainly can't dance like him. So so I'd had this on and off day. I don't look like him. I know I don't. But I've had this on and off off a lot of people. I think it's the eyes. And... <laughs> We'd said let's do the face swap, right, didn't we? So we did the face swap app. So you did you did loads. Your your face is, is brilliant for whether you're Tony Stark or he's, the, he's rock. Various, the rock <laughs> His, your face for some reason is so photogenic, it's he's unreal, honestly. And I put my face on Patrick Swayze and it didn't look that far off Patrick Swayze, but then fucking one of our listeners, Glenn, who, who listens to us on the other podcast, when you look know, more like Jennifer Grey. And <laughs> I looked and my face swap was on Patrick Swayze, and Jennifer Grey before the nose up is there, and that looked more like me. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? I, I mean, when you think about it, they do look quite similar to each other. Mm-hmm. It's the eyes and nose, I think, but um yeah, it wasn't what I was going for, Dave, and I've never lived that down since, have I <laughs> Not with me. So <laughs>
1: Now, Chris, did any any of the other girls sort of catch your eye tonight before the the rose ceremony?
0: Not really, Dave. I think I think I'll be honest with you, I did lose a bit of interest at, at certain points. Um because it's just difficult to keep track of I just picked up on the stuff that I knew we would want to talk about because it was ridiculous, like Victoria, uh, Katie, uh, underwear girl, you know that sort of thing. I, I, I genuinely did.
1: Oh, yeah, I bet the- you, I bet you, yeah, wrote down a few notes there.
0: Only <laughs> mentioned it eight times today. Dave, but- <laughs> No, but what, there is there was not a lot that that picked up from that. I don't, I must admit. What what do you
1: reckon to uh, Matt saying his prayers there? Um,
0: and and, and I in fact, me not say
1: there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. He's obviously a, a religious guy, and we know you know a lot of the Bachelor Nation is is very very religious. We're not, but have yeah. no problem with with people being like that. I think you know, and it won't put you on the spot quite that much. But I thought.
0: Some of the reaction
1: was a bit over the top for me.
0: Yeah, just a little bit. Look, you know, like I say, I'm not religious anymore. I've brought up Catholic. I I am not bothered what, what religion God or anything you you're into. If it gets you through the day, gets you through life, you know, great. No problem at all. Um, my religion, Dave, is wearing a red shirt, the greatest football team in the world have got a gaming hand over Liverpool and look like they are <laughs> on their way back. That is my religion and that is the wonderful Manchester United, Dave. And that's the only thing I support in my life other than my wife and daughter. And um, I'm happy with that. But yeah, I get it. And, and I think that, like we said, look after with Tasha Dave, when she binned off at Ivan. And we didn't see any of that. And straight away she went, the religion's going to be an issue. And we were like, what the fuck's going on here? You were, you know, you've met the family. And and I, I just hope that doesn't become something that runs through the whole series because it's a very difficult uh, thing to manoeuvre for anybody who's not religious, Dave. I think that's that's going to be quite difficult if you're not a religious person, as in the girls who were on the show.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, just a side note as well, I did listen to a, um, a an interview with Ivan and he did sound a little bit sore, you know, about the whole religion thing. Cause his, his attitude was, it's kind of similar to ours. It's like, look, I'm, I'm actually, he's the same as me. He's agnostic. Uh, so not atheist, but a lot of people assume you're atheist. If you're, if you're agnostic, agnostic just means you believe in, you know, that there's something, you just don't know what it is and you don't adhere to a particular religion. You know, you don't like yeah. this is the right one and all the others are wrong kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, he did seem a bit, a little bit pissed off by that. And that it did seem that they'd had that conversation in the fantasy suite setting. So when all the cameras were off, you know, and it's you enter the conversation about how you're going to raise the kids. Are you going raise, to raise them up to be super religious or are you going to leave them to make their own mind up, which is kind of Ivan's perspective on it. So it, obviously that didn't go down very well but anyway um yeah it's very clear that you know if, if any of these girls mind you they they won't overwatch that season before they have filmed this one i guess nope. um nope. but yeah so so very clear that matt is uh matt is very religious so you know the girls should you know even if they're not <laughs> they should play up that they are a bit um i just found that so it's rachel uh who in particular was like was crying you know because she was so moved by the prayer (laughs) just like oh come on i'm not having that
0: no it's fucking bullshit and something's just dawned on me dave i I really i am with you completely on this do you remember when you know chris harrison dave he left because his son was moving and whatever he was doing they filmed this pretty much close to together. Do you think Matt James was the so-called son, that he was actually filming this at the same time, Dave? And that's why he couldn't be on The Bachelorette, because I'm calling bullshit. They're in Pennsylvania for this one, Dave. Nowhere near where they filmed The Bachelorette. So uh, I am genuinely believing now, as we're talking, that that's the whole my son was moving nonsense.
1: Mm, uh, maybe. I, I don't think so. I think we'd... With the sleuthing that Bachelor Nation does, I think we'd know that if it, if it was the case. I mean, it could have been, but but I doubt it. Actually, one thing, one of the things we've not discussed, Chris. You know, La Quinta—it's quite nice, isn't it? You know, it's got yeah. got a nice little reputation there. It looks a fucking shithole compared to this place, doesn't
0: it? Let's face it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. this yeah. place is where all the budget's gone <laughs> when, when Matt walked in with Chris there was a big difference Dave wasn't there I mean it could be because of what happened with lockdown they had to react they had to get somewhere where every man and his fucking dog was living on there everyone who popped up every week in this so called bubble by the time they finished on the Bachelorette the fucking bubble was bigger than the London fucking dome Dave won it it was ridiculous so I think it might be that and then they've reacted to uh, Matt's season and they've got, I mean the, the place they like say when he walks through with Chris he's fucking phenomenal place they yeah. absolutely am- I mean I was laughing when Matt actually went to sit down at the barbecue and smashed his head because he's so big I think he must be about six foot six he's a big lad <laughs> yeah.
1: I was looking at Chris Harrison I, I had to look up his height he's like five foot eight I think is same height as me but he looks like a fucking munchkin <laughs> <laughs> or the fucking umper-lumper next to Matt James, don't he? So, glad i have not stood next to him.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're still together, David. You know you know, I know it's not, yeah, yeah. No, not. It's not. <laughs> I don't look like Matt anyway, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if but, only, if only.
1: But yeah, I, I, honestly, I found that, that certainly the first half of the episode, find found it hard going, but I always do. With these episode ones, and like you say, with with so many women, record number of women this time. I don't know why they had to do that because it just means they get a little bit less time, you know. So when they're going off the conveyor belt, you know, you you remember a few of them, but, you know, not all of them. So, yeah, hopefully, I do think Victoria is going to be uh, right in the thick of the drama. I think, you know, some of the others, you can see having a bit of a a set two in the, in the previews. We're getting a bit of boxing by the looks of it going to be coming up. So yeah, looking forward to, to next week, Chris.
0: I can't wait, Dave. I honestly can't wait. And as always guys, get your emails in. If you agree, disagree with us, come on, let's talk about it. We've had a couple of discussions on Facebook. We're trying to get Charlene, to watch it, Dave, because she's not watching it But she listens to the podcast, but she's got I to watch don't it. know
1: why you're trying to subject her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if we've got to watch it, she's got to watch it, Dave. <laughs> she already goes she way
1: beyond the Call of Duty by looking after the Facebook group for us.
0: I know, it is dedication, Dave, but I will sit there thinking, go on, Charlie, don't let the team down. <laughs> I'm putting an SOS call out to Charlie now on the show. She has to watch it. Uh, but no, we've got plenty of people tuning in there on the Facebook page get over there guys Chris and Dave's reality TV cast and join the conversation we've got our good friend Agnes Dave who's followed us all the way over from Love Island the first series we did Um, she's a lovely lady and she's uh, on our Facebook page now she was talking to the other day on Twitter so get over there if you want to contact us email us as always cdrealitycast at gmail.com and don't worry if you give me abuse Dave revels in it and if you give Dave abuse I definitely revel in it so we have no problem <laughs> if you've got any issue with what we said today and any reviews you want to do on the show get on your podcast catching up guys so Mr Horrocks great first episode and like you say a bit slow in places but we've had plenty to chat about and yeah it's all set up for next week and I'm sure we're going to be massively offended by this fucking fake drama but this is what we signed up for
1: yeah I can't wait so again we probably won't be doing a bonus episode this week uh, we're going to try and get ahead with some of our other podcasts and so yeah it'll be the same time next week and um, yeah I'm expecting now that the, the table is set all the pieces are there then we'll actually get some proper proper drama next week. So, Chris, it's been a pleasure as always. I'll speak to you next time.
0: Take care, mate. See you, everyone. Bye.